0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy. Sorry to get back to you guys so late today. Uh, had a long day. Actually, on the way home right now. But man, oh god! So I've had this idea in my head all day. Just every time I have to deal with a doctor, I'm just reminded of how it's. Oh my god! It's it's crazy because so. Doctors, the life of a doctor is, is not easy. The, the, the start of being a doctor is not easy. You know, you sink yourself into crushing debt, and, you know, you're not going to start your own practice, you know, because that takes so much additional money that you've got to put yourself into debt for to be able to support. So you're going to join a hospital, and, or you're gonna start you're going to join some kind of a practice in a hospital, and you're going to struggle to dig yourself out of this hole that you've been in. And then, because you've put yourself in this this uh, just mind-numbing, crushing scenario... Oh, well, it's a nice Escalade. Because you've put yourself in this scenario, I'm not going to say you get a God complex, but you have this... It's like, a instead of an inferiority, it's a superiority complex, where it's like... I went to school for a million years and I spent all this money on this. You you're going to listen to me. You know what I'm talking about. And man, I'm telling you there's been like in my entire life, I, in all honesty, I like and I say this genuinely trying to take all the doctors that I have dealt with into account, and I'm talking about like like in practice doctors. I'm not talking about doctors at like a little clinic. Or like a walk-in or like a I don't know what whatever you want to call it. I'm not talking about those kind of doctors. I'm talking about doctors that hospital doctors, surgeons that I have met, you know, you know, special uh, I don't know what you want to call it like a, like a I don't know, like a special designation like they're like they're pigeonholed into a specific spot. You know, those kind of like a specialist, that kind of a doctor. I'm talking about those kind of people. Those are the ones who get like that because they become specialized. And so, in their mind, I'm the specialist, I'm not a general doctor, I know everything about this subject, and everything that I say might as well be carved in stone. And they're so incompetent and they let that get into their heads so bad. And this is, I get it, it's a generalization. Not all doctors are like this. And maybe I shouldn't say this about all doctors. But man, I'm telling you, I've just dealt with so many specialists who act this way. And you know, okay, here's the thing. So I'm an engineer, alright? I may not have talked about this before, but I'm an engineer, alright? And in my line of work, you generally have to be good at everything as far as engineering is concerned you've got to have an understanding or you've got to at least be willing to learn about everything you've got to be able to understand the basics of electronics electricity metallurgy heat material composition you know i work i work in manufacturing so i've got to understand a lot of different facets about machining welding you know, final assembly, general assembly, sub-assembly. You know, I have to understand... And, I, and I'm in automotive on top of that. So I have to understand automotive on top of all this other stuff. But I'm allowed to be a specialist. I'm allowed to be a subject matter expert in a specific area. I could, I could really become an expert in a certain situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could really... I could, I could know it all about something. But I've got to be generally good at everything. And if I need help with something, if my company needs help with something, or my specific location, because I work for Hitachi. So we're, we're a global organization. If, I, if I'm struggling, if we have an issue with something, we reach out globally. We send a request up to Japan to the, to the mother plant as it's called. And we say, "Hey, we need the subject matter expert for this particular issue. We need that we have to at least have their feedback." I'm not saying I need to get them involved in the situation, but I need their feedback. I need I have questions that I need answering. I need their help and their opinion on it. Why specialist specialist doctors, people who are like I've got, I've got people's lives in my hands to a certain extent. Doctors literally have people's lives in their hands because malpractice is real. You can over-prescribe somebody. You can under-prescribe somebody. You can give somebody a totally wrong diagnosis and misdiagnose somebody. You know, you, I mean, uh, all the different factors that can lead into somebody dying because they got in contact with a shit doctor. Or a doctor that gave them shit advice. And I mean, th- this whole thing is brought up by like the fact with my wife. My wife has a condition that it, that it literally occurs in less than half of a percent of pregnancies. It's, it's like or it's Sorry, less than, uh, less than a half of a percent. It's smaller than that. It po- happens in .04% of pregnancies in the United States. And we've got this specialist this specialist doctor, this high-risk pregnancy doctor, who's supposed to be an expert in this kind of stuff, which, granted, it is a very rare condition, 0.04%. It's not something that you're going to see every single day, even if you've been dealing with it for years. It's not going to be very common in what you're used to. But she was smart enough to recognize it. She knew enough about it to recognize it and to diagnose it and to, to give my wife... to to notice what it was and to give my wife, here's the term, here's what it is. And it was severe enough that my wife had to be in the hospital for two weeks on medical bed rest because they were so worried about it. And then last week, we got a miracle. They let my wife come home from the hospital. And all of a sudden now, my wife goes into an ultrasound today. They're not worried about the condition anymore. They're completely writing it off. The high-risk doctor is basically going against everything that medical literature has listed about this condition and look me and my wife are not trying to be you know web mds here all right but my wife was on bed rest for two and a half weeks in the hospital with no friends and family around her and she when i tell you all that she spent that entire time reading every piece of documentation and every piece of literature and every case study she could get her hands on in regards to this condition so that she could be more educated in herself about it so she could educate others and so she could ask the right questions to protect her life and our baby's life because make no mistake about it with this condition, it's called Vesa Previa, with this condition both of their lives are at stake if it's not handled correctly Especially my unborn daughters. She learned everything that she could about it. So we're not we're trying to be web MDs, but I'm coming. We're coming to these doctors. She is coming to these doctors, asking the questions, and there it's her. This high risk doctor is brushing her off. Now her actual OB doctor, the one who's going to deliver my daughter agrees with my wife and is like, wow, I can't believe this other doctor would say would say that, would act this way about it. So we're getting a second opinion. But this just reminds me, it makes me think about how there's these doctors that are like that. I mean, my dad went to go and see a knee surgeon who in, who did a knee replacement, or sorry, did basically a tune-up on my dad's 10-year-old knee replacement and infected my dad's knee so bad he almost lost his leg. And if my dad hadn't went and got a second opinion and had emergency surgery to remove the entire knee replacement, go on antibiotics with literally with no left knee, he did not have a left knee joint. He could not stand. If he did not do that for three months on IV antibiotics, he would have lost his leg. Doct- shit like that the doctor who oper- who did brain surgery on my grandfather and then caused uh, what's I don't know what the word for the brain is it's like your cranial or something like that swelling basically ca- botched it fucked it up and caused his brain to swell caused him to stroke out and almost died luckily he's okay he's, he's pretty sharp still too he's still pretty much got it all with him his memory and his, his uh, like the way he finds words in his brain, his dictionary is a little slow sometimes, but he's still pretty sharp with it. But shit like that, because they were so sure that they did the right thing. No, no, don't worry about it. This situation will resolve itself. It's, it's no big deal. It's taken care of. It's okay. It's this, it's that. It's not. It's not me. I didn't do it wrong. And that they refuse to acknowledge that they did something wrong, even after you go to the second opinion and the second opinion proves that they did something wrong, they still want to believe that it was something else, that it wasn't their issue. God, that drives me crazy. It makes me have so little faith in doctors. This, again, is what is wrong with our medical system. It's because Big Pharma is not, which is 100% real. If you don't think that Big Pharma is real, you're lying to yourself. If the proof is in the pudding. Look at the look at the numbers. It's, it's clear. It's evident. But Big Pharma is not the pharmaceutical companies. It's not just them. It's also the hospitals and these doctors and the insurance companies. All three of them work hand in hand. Now, there's good doctors out there. I said it once. I'll say it again. I'm making a generalization here based off of anecdotal evidence. It's my experience. Not all doctors are like this. And thank God, because if they were, we'd be fucked. Like, seriously, we'd be be so boned. Nobody would ever get any kind of help. We'd all be dying left and right. But doctors are over-prescribing people, they don't know shit about nutrition, they don't know shit about exercise, and I'm seriously, from a general standpoint, I've got a condition what's known as a hiatal hernia, which basically means that part of my stomach has gone up into my esophagus. I have, it's impossible for me to burp, near near impossible for me to burp. I have the hardest time. It gets to the point where there's so much pressure built up in my stomach where it makes me feel like I'm going to throw up before I will burp. And sometimes I actually do throw up and still can't burp. I still have the pressure and I can't eat. I went to go and see a specialist, a doctor about this, to see if I could get this done. I went to a GI doctor. He scheduled me for a scope to see if medicine or surgery was going to be my best option. And you know what fixed it? You know what's made it better? You know what has helped me out? I quit drinking soda. I used to drink soda with every single meal because I thought the carbonation was going to help me. It was actually making it worse. It was aggravating the condition. Nothing that any doctor I have ever seen, and I've seen three different doctors about my condition, no one has ever thought to mention, hey, what's your diet? What are you eating? What are you drinking? What are you doing that's making this worse? And even after I told them that I knew that eating bread made it worse, but... I'm a glutton for punishment, and I like eating bread, so I'm just going to suffer through it. None of them even thought about saying, well, maybe you should idle back. Like, seriously, that's what your problem is. You know that it's bad when you're eating bread. Maybe you should stop eating bread. None of them said that. Doctors, the pharmaceutical companies hospitals slash doctors, whatever you want to call it, the pharmaceutical companies and insurance, they're killing us. They're what's wrong with our healthcare system. It's not our problems. It, it is the way that we eat. It's the way that we live our lives. It's the, it's the medicine, the poison that we're putting in our bodies to quote unquote fix the problem when really all we're doing is putting band-aids over bullet wounds. That is what's wrong with us. The common common doctors who you're going to see they don't know shit about nutrition and about exercise and doing the bare minimum the basics to really improve your lifestyle without giving you medicine or surgery because because that's not what's going to give them money the kickback is not in the kickback is not in them giving advice for you to fix it yourself the kickback the way that they're getting money is charging you medicine That costs $70 a pill, and they order you 70 pills in a prescription, but the insurance company is going to take the hit for you, and they're going to pay 80% of it. You just got to pick up the the tax. That's where the money is. That's where the benefit is. The whole system is fucked. And just every time I have to deal with a doctor, a specialist, you know, a, a bullshit artist, a shyster, a fucking snake oil salesman which is really like the run-in that I've had with these idiots over the past few years, past like 10 years, I just keep getting reminded of that. So look, if you listen to this and you're a doctor, if you happen to stumble upon this, please don't, don't be that way. Please don't be that guy. Be somebody who actually gives a shit about, about helping people out. And sometimes diet and exercise isn't going to solve the problem. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes people really do need medicine. Sometimes people really do need surgery. Obviously, there's, there's different calls for different answers. But like, please at least be a doctor that investigates it, that at least looks into it. Because there's too many doctors that don't. And they just know the name of a few quick pills that will mask the issue and that will help hide the symptoms for people. Because that's all that your medicine is really doing. Is it's hiding the symptoms. It's not fixing the problem. You're hiding the symptoms. We need more doctors that actually want to fix the the problems that people have. To make them healthier. Not mask their problems and in turn make them sicker or addicted to whatever they're giving them in the first place. I don't know. That's really it. Maybe I'm I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. But... In any case, if that's what it is, that's all I really have to say. So feel free to let me know. Hit me up. As always, comments, suggestions, questions, feedback of any kind. I accept it all. I appreciate it. Thank you all. I love you so much. Until next time, you already know what it is. Peace.